So she's a 15-time Grammy Award-winning singer. Mm-hmm. She's a songwriter. Mm-hmm. She's a musician, a producer, actress. She's a mom she's on top an, of all she's that, She's an too. author as well. I know. So many things. One of my favorites, and she is going to be at the Oakland Arena August 1st for her Keys to the Summer Tour. None other than Alicia Keys. Hey! hey. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. <laughs> when was the last time you were here in the Bay? Hmm, you know, I actually was fortunate to be able to be in the Bay last year. We did Alicia Plus Keys Tour um, and we're back one year later with the Keys to the Summer Tour, which what I personally feel is the best show I've ever done. So I love the Bay. The Bay is like one of my favorite spots. You know, I feel like the energy there is always exceptional. I love the people. I'm always meeting amazing people. I have great friends out there. So I'm excited. Oh, and we're, we're so excited to have you here. And it's like, you know, you were talking about how this might feel like this feels like one of the best shows that you've ever done or the best show that you've ever done for anybody that's on their way to go see you, Alicia. What what can they expect? Like, how would you describe the show from the artist perspective? It's a brand new experience. This is the first time I've ever done a 360 show. So the show is right in the middle of the mm, arena. Wow. Be a part of it the whole way through. I get to touch everybody in the space like I've never done it before. I spend like quality time with every section, every place. So you really get a front row seat the whole time. It's a really exciting show. It's meant to feel summery. It's meant to feel fun. It's, the tempo is kind of quick and good. The energy is amazing. The visuals are beautiful. The music is so good. I'm doing songs I don't usually do. I'm doing songs people have been asking me for. I'm doing the favorites. This is gonna. This is. It's a perfect summer memory. You're gonna love it. You know, I I uh, I'm I'm kind of fangirling right now. I've you should loved, see her right now. Alicia. I know she's going crazy right now. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like I I also read your book and you talked about how you know you. I mean you've been at this since you were a little girl and. Right. People don't really understand how much work you had already put in before you even got signed. And but you're an artist, though, that also has a really good creative control of your stuff. Like, how did you have that conversation with the record labels to say, listen, I'll sign with you guys, but I need to have my creative control. And that's that's tough. I mean, I think in the beginning, I'm not sure that happened exactly in that way. You know, Mm -hmm. as a kid, you don't know as much as you know later. But I did have a good team and my team, you know, we knew that I was unique and there was something different that that was special. And we wanted to hold on to that, you know, so we had to fight for that, to be honest. It wasn't as easy as that, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But but I think it, it taught me a good lesson to make sure that I'm fighting for it myself what I believe in and who I am. And, you know, we all got to fight for ourselves in a lot of ways. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm glad that you said that, Alicia, because at this point in your career, uh, you know, so many of us have been watching you for so many years. Fresca mentioned all the things that you've accomplished so far in your your career, and you are all those things, you know, but at the end of the day, I I feel like you are just a true artist. And so I want to ask you again, from the artist perspective, speaking to other other artists, up and coming artists, no matter what field it is that they're in, You've been doing this for so long. So many people have been watching you and listening to you, you know, critiquing you good ways, bad ways, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. What would you advise an artist to do in order to stay true to themselves? And after all these years of putting out great material, how do you stay true to yourself with all your new projects? You know, I love this question. Thank you. I would say the first thing I would say is don't read reviews. Oh, there we go. Right. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Put the, mm-hmm. put the reviews down. Yeah. Just don't even worry about it. Like, I, I don't think it's I don't really think it's relevant. I mean, Sometimes reviews are going to be great. Sometimes reviews, there are people going to have whatever they have to say. A lot of times people are trying to sell papers, get clicks. You know, they're going to say whatever they need to say, whether it's accurate or not. 
I would say, like, don't hold so much value on what people are saying about you. That's That would deter you. And I found in my life it deterred me from being true to myself because I felt like I had to accommodate or do things that I thought people would then like. In right. Some way. And I think that kind of is hard as an, as an artist, especially to be a groundbreaker, a groundbreaker, you know, and carve your own path. And then the second thing I would say is, do what you love, like mm. do it because it means something to you for real. Do it because you have a purpose to do it. Do it because it's helping somebody. Do it because it's telling a story that hasn't been told. Do it because it's, it's meaningful for you. It's something that, that, that it, it heals you in some way. And if you do that, then you'll always be true to yourself because it's really, it's, it's, it's for, it's for you in the essence that it's, it, it's something you're passionate about. And to me, that's like, that's the key. That's the way you stay on your on your path. Absolutely. You know, I love that because kind of piggybacking off, off of what you're saying in regards to keeping true to yourself. I love how you started a movement of, you know, not wearing makeup and just being your natural self. And I know there were a lot of people in the beginning going, oh, how come she's not wearing makeup and why is she doing that? And you're like, <laughs> I really don't care what you have to say about all that because I'm, I'm happy with it. This is and me. That's, and that's, yeah, and this is me. Rudy always tells me, oh, you know, you're lying to yourself because you like to cover your grays up. I'm like, I, you know, I don't say, like, it, I don't say it with that type of negativity, though, Alicia. I say it a lot softer and kinder. But it, right, right, right. But I really love that. And, and that spoke volumes to so many people, especially, you know, women. I appreciate that. And, and it definitely, first of all, it, it wasn't intended to be a quote-unquote movement. Mm-hmm. It was my personal revelation, right. you know? It was a personal experience that I really realized, like, oh, my gosh, I really feel I feel some type of way if I'm quote-unquote less than perfect. Mm-hmm. And, I, and whatever version of that that meant. And I think a lot of us feel that in many ways we feel that we're supposed to present a certain perfect way or else we're not beautiful or else people don't respond to us or, you know, whatever the case. And to be honest, that's mostly with women. Mm-hmm. But I know that men also feel this for sure in the sense that, you know, you got to present a certain way or act a certain way or be a certain tough or, you know, all these restrictions that we kind of place on each other and on ourselves. And so this was like a personal revelation for me to just kind of get to know myself better and to know that, you know, if, if I'm not presenting quote unquote perfectly, like I stepped off a damn stage, it's okay. I, I am a human being. I'm mm-hmm. a woman. I'm I'm a mom picking up my kid. I'm I'm a creative person just kind of living in the world and exploring. I don't have to be perfect. And so I think for for many of us it's 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 it rang true because I, I think so many of us feel trapped by that. If that means that you want to embrace your grace, then you're going to embrace your grace. If that go. means that you want to color your grace, then you're going to color your grace because that's your choice for you. Thank you. you. Don't have to follow what anybody else That's says. right. But Thank that's- you. <laughs> hey, just, just just for the record, Alicia, my, my, my beard is full of grays and I refuse to, to color them. So there's well, some, that's your journey. There's some okay. balance over here in the studio, right? You know, I love it. You know, I love the fact that you're talking about um, the pressures of, of having to keep up, you know, appearances and things like that, especially not just as an artist, but even just like the the everybody else in this world that we're yeah. living in is so caught up in social media mm-hmm. and there's so much pressure to look a certain way on social media and you have had a good portion in your career before social media took over and then after it took over so can you can you just as a as as a performer as as just a person in general like can you kind of describe the way that you navigated going from you know the world before Facebook to the world after Facebook and just the shift that it's made for artists especially yeah i mean it's definitely the the shift the shift is 
that everything is everybody's business, right? So that's also dependent upon how much we allow people in. You know, do we want to make every single thing everybody's business? Or do you want to keep certain things personal and private? I mean, I think a part of it is really amazing because you actually are able to own your own narrative. And that is such a special thing to have the control of your own narrative. Nobody does that for you. At the same time, you do you do kind of get caught up, and it's it's hard. It's a balance. It's a balance. So just having to kind of check in with yourself. I want to uh, kind of change gears here because we heard you uh, singing in Spanish. Hablas español? You know, I do speak Spanish. Woo! I have all you know, not not terribly well. I'll be honest. Okay, but I can learn it. I can learn it. I can learn things, and I definitely understand it really well. And that song, "If I Ain't Got You," particularly done for for Queen Charlotte with a you know with an entire orchestra, all of women of color, mm. and then I was able to do a version with in Spanish of the chorus. I mm. love that. That song is like our favorite song, and to have that Spanish version. Um, is so special. I, I re- that was a really special moment for me. Um, well, let me tell you something. The first time I heard it, it, it blew my Latino breath away. Okay, I just, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was wheezing in Spanish. I was like, Ay, Dios mío. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know she had it like that for a second. Can, can we expect you to, to, to sing that per, perhaps, you know, when you're here uh, oh, August yeah. 1st? Well, I don't, you know, I didn't think about that, but I did just finish my Latin America, South America tour. Look at that. See? And it was incredible. Like, wow. And I definitely sang it all the time there. So sometimes I can flip it up and just maybe and just jump in. Yeah. Because we know? have a, we have a heavy Latino population here oh, in yeah. the Bay Area. And we love you out here, Alicia. Yes. So, you know, Absolutely. that might be a pleasant surprise, Bay Area. Keep your, keep your ears open for that. Right. For I sure. I about that. I like it. All right. So, you know, is it possible for us to, to, to I know we're going to be kind of winding down this interview here uh, we would love to play our minute to win it game with you where you have to answer 10 questions correctly in 60 seconds and just kind of want to have some fun okay i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready all right here Ooh, we go and, and just it. and just just so we're gonna give you a heads up we don't usually give our participants a heads up but these are these are custom made for our special guest today alicia so you know you might you might recognize some of these questions all right let's see if i even get those right, <laughs> all right. it's all good it's all for fun though it's all for fun <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you know what? Let me give you the rules. Okay. You've got 60 seconds to answer 10 questions, Alicia. And also we need first and last names. Also, uh, yes, <laughs> we take the first answer that you speak and you can always pass and come back to a question. So Alicia Keys, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Good luck. Three, two, one, begin. Which musical takes place in New York City and includes the Sharks and the Jets? Oh, my God. Oh, 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 oh. That's West Side Story. West Side Story. Which bridge brings you directly to downtown New York? Which bridge brings you directly to downtown New York? Well, we're downtown. Okay, let's go for the Queensboro Bridge. And then how many white keys are on a standard piano? White keys. It, it, white keys. Well, there's 88 keys total, and I can't tell you how many white keys. Okay. <laughs> how many Grammys do you have? 10 or 15? 15. Who is the current mayor of New York? You know what? Don't stick me and make me do anything because I'm not getting into politics. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Name two of the four main vocal ranges. Two of the four main vocal ranges. We got soprano, we got alto, we got tenor, we got baritone. All right. What borough was Biggie from? Brooklyn. What country was the piano invented in? Ah! Ah! 
Ah. Alicia, I'm telling you, man, as soon as that clock starts going off, it gets crazy. That was hard. <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe how many white keys stuck me. Who's going who's going to destroy me for that one? Gonna love right. We love you. We love you. But, you know, Rudy keeps track of everything, Alicia, so he's going to tell you how you did. Look, Alicia, I'll be honest okay, with you. You, you, got, you, you got through seven out of ten, not too shabby, and uh, there was right, only one right. that there was only one that you missed. And I hate to be the one to break it to you, but how many right. white keys are on a standard piano? The correct answer is tell 52. Me. 52, Alicia. That's how many it is, yeah. Hey, but you know what though? You know what, though, Alicia? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crumple up these results because, yeah. no, as far as I'm concerned, you got yep. every single one right. You, you, you still a winner in my heart. Absolutely, absolutely. We appreciate you for playing along with us. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. And Alicia Keys will be at the Oakland Arena August 1st for Keys to the Summer Tour. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Absolutely, wishing you nothing but the best. Continued success, Alicia. Thank you so much for being an inspiration to artists everywhere and you know thank you so much for your time yeah and we love you can't wait for this show i love oakland i can't wait to see the bay can't wait to see y'all it's gonna be insane and sending you big love likewise thank you all right have a good one you Bye. too it's fresk and rudy ortiz on 102.9 kblx the best throwbacks in r&b